learning. <laughs> it's evolving. It's learning and evolving. <coughs> That's why it's not so loud. Coming to you live from Nostalgic Books and Comics in San Gabriel, California, this is Dre's Geek Philosophy. The January 21st edition, the MLK Monday edition. <laughs> okay, that's right. <laughs> I almost forgot. You know what? God damn it. I- I've been so bad. <clears throat> uh, you're welcome, everyone, listening and audio and watching on Facebook Live of, of my coffee. Um, I-, I forgot to write that down. I've been-, I've been so bad about writing stuff down in my notes to write down for the show. That's why we're eight minutes late today. Yeah. I was like furiously trying to write stuff down. What are we talking about today? Yeah. Uh, I, was a, uh, I was a bad host. <laughs> I was a bad Producer, self-producer. <laughs> Today's MLK Day, mm-hmm. and um, and traditionally mm-hmm. I will watch that episode of the Boondocks. Yeah, but uh, uh, myself and my lovely fiance Rosa, we I, I've been having her watch the entire series. Uh, I brought the I brought the, uh, the, the DVDs because yeah. I've been I've been progressively moving all my stuff. I've been I'm moving in with my fiance mm-hmm. uh, all this month. I, I've basically been living the last few months, but all my stuff was still in <laughs> my place. <laughs> yeah. of now all my stuff's coming over, so I brought. So uh, I brought all my DVDs. I'm like, ooh, we need to watch the Boondocks. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so this past, uh, it was this past Friday, yeah. we were working our way through season one when we got to the episode. And I was like, oh man, I kind of want to wait till Monday to watch that. But I'm like, oh no, I can't deny you the amazingness of this episode. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just watch it on Friday in lieu of not being able to watch it today. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, it just, it, I, I, I swear that that episode becomes more and more relevant every oh, year. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in light of everything that's going on right now in the world. Yeah. Good God, that episode. And then, of course, that that feeling when you're showing someone else something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like just watching them watch the watch it. It's just that that's that's an amazing feeling. Where I'm just there like Rosa's never seen this before. Like, and she's already. I mean, she. We've been watching all the episodes, and it's like she's just amazed at how like these you know. The show kind of works in all this social commentary. No, She's no. like, really? They do a really good job. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's Aaron Magruder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I just have all knowledge of season four. Season four <laughs> does not exist. Yeah, season four was, uh, what was it? That they were doing Afro Samurai at the same time. So it was just kind of like, it was a money grab. <laughs> oh, that was total money grab. It was like, Aaron Magruder, like, he, he even went, on, I remember he went on Twitter and said, nope, that's not me. That's, yeah. uh, that's not the Boondocks. And I was like, if the creator of the Boondocks tell me tells me that that is not the Boondocks, I am not going to watch it. And I still, to this day, have never watched season four. It's it's fun. It's fun callbacks to the other seasons, but yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> it's it just uh, for the sake of like, oh, we just wanted to squeeze more blood from yeah. the stone. And Aaron McGrew's like, no, we've already, I've already told all the, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've gotten all the racial messages I wanted to get out there. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. I I love watching this with with Rosa, and I told her right before the MLK episode, I'm like, this is the best one. I'm like, I'm sorry, we reached episode nine, and this is the best episode of all of them. (laughs) (laughs) And for for those who don't know, I mean, I mean, I've talked about this the last two years. It's funny, the first episode of the podcast, of the live one at least, was I was I I was rewatching the first Mm -hmm. episode of our podcast, and it's like Sam's face when I like brought up that I was going to talk about MLK is like. (laughs) <laughs> he was wondering where I was going to go with that where he, where he himself obviously had always gone all over the place yeah but he's all of a sudden like Dre are you going to be racist like no I'm going to talk about my favorite episode of the Boondocks a show that uses racism to call out racism 
Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Rosa is constantly uh, astounded with Riley. Yeah. <laughs> She's oh, like, "Holy man. shit, he's evil!" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, he is pure evil." <laughs> Huey and Riley are diametric opposites, <laughs> and just of course, if you have, if you've never seen the MLK the Boondocks, go watch it. Go find it. I'm sure it's somewhere on yeah, YouTube right now. Yeah. Uh, my, my best friend Jai Potter, he he found the video every year. He always, he always tries to find the video of the speech at the end. That's like the yeah. that's the high point of the series. Is MLK just cussing out a whole group of ignorant motherfuckers, <laughs> letting them know that they're shiftless, yeah. good for nothing, trifling, and words. And that's the worst word in the English language. But that's all I see. <laughs> It's just an amazing. I think so. Oh, a friend of mine over the weekend, she had posted up. Oh, don't don't use MLK to turn the other cheek because he turned the other cheek and got shot. So don't try Damn. to say that yeah. black people should turn the other cheek yeah. with all these white people being stupid. And then I immediately just posted a meme of of you know animated MLK. I'll move to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> and I love it at the end, like they show in the newspaper, like. Martin Luther King passes away in British Columbia. Yeah. Like, he did. He moved the He up. was not a man who would just say words. <laughs> he meant what he said, and he moved his ass to Canada. <laughs> we find out that his granddad was uh, messing with uh, Rosa Parks. Granddad was was sitting next to Rosa Parks, and he was just like, and he hated that he never got any credit. He, he got no credit. <laughs> yeah. Poor granddad. Good old Mister Freeman. I love how like he was like prank calling her <laughs> on her deathbed. He was prank, prank calling Rosa Parks on her deathbed. That's how the the, the petty ass granddad <laughs> Robert Freeman being all petty as fuck. And then, and then wow, the very next episode we watched was the Itis. I had because oh. a lot of these episodes, like honestly, the only episode I've watched with any regular consistency has been the MLK episode. Every year on MLK Day, I watch that episode. Yeah. And as I'm rewatching a lot of these episodes, I'm like, oh my god, the itis. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and, and, and it was just like, and then like and then Rosa was having the itis because I think we had had a, we had a little Caesar's pizza oh. there. <laughs> so we have, she's like, that's what we have. We have the itis. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, technically. <laughs> the itis is more when you eat a whole lot of soul food. <laughs> All the parts of the pig that you're not supposed to eat. <laughs> it was like the, it was like the burger, right? Or the, was it the, the Luther. The Luther. There you go. That's what it's called. The Luther. the Luther. I've had friends who do that, except they go to In and Out. They order Flying Dutchman's, and then they go like they go in Burbank. You know, the, the In and Out that we would go to. Oh, next to the yeah. there's Krispy Kreme on the other side yeah. of the freeway, so they go get Krispy Kreme. They go to In and Out, order a bunch of Flying Dutchman's, which is basically the meat and the cheese, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. And then you go take the meat and the cheese. You cut that donut in half, or <laughs> use, or the or it's two donuts. It's two donuts. Yeah, it's two donuts. donuts. Yeah. You slap it in between. Mm, the Luther. <laughs> that does not sound appetizing. The name at all. Uh, named after Luther Vandross. No, I've had friends. They got yeah. together to do this. Yeah. I did not go. Yeah. <laughs> Not because I wasn't, uh, I didn't want to be unhealthy. It was just because I, I was busy. No, it just <laughs> I would have done it. Does this sound good it. to you? I don't know. Like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to say a lot of the burgers at Grill Mall did not, did not sound good That's to me true. until I tried them. That's true. Like, if you tell me peanut butter, jelly, bacon, and sriracha and a burger was going to be a good thing, I would have told you, you're a liar. <laughs> and then I tried it. I'm like, this is amazing. I made it at home once. <laughs> I did it myself. Low network connection. What are you talking about? Telephone? Okay, now, now we're back live. <laughs> Yeah, but the, the, the Luther, and I was like, yeah. oh my God. And, and, and it's funny, like, it was like, they, Luther, I'm like, and then they literally explain it like a minute later within the episode. I'm like, nope, it's explaining. There yeah. it is. Luther Vandross. Luther Vandross. 
No wonder he's, Luther Vandross is dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think at that point in the episode came out like he yeah. he was also dead. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that's been fun. Of course, yeah, the Martin Luther King Day tradition. I technically did it a little bit early yeah. this year. Oh, it still works. Still it counts. still works. Still counts. It's still fresh in my memory. Exactly. Like Oprah for and very twenty twenty. Oprah twenty twenty, yeah. and then Rosa looks at me and she's just like. What the hell? I'm like, yeah, I know. This was this was made in 2005. So there was something else. Right? There's a couple of things, right? Oh, the R. Kelly thing. Yeah, the R. Kelly so thing. Crazy. The, oh, the trial. Oh, I think I think I tweeted out like I'm watching the Boondocks R. Kelly, and I'm like, wow, this is. Real. It took 14 years to get this motherfucker. No, that was like, I guess back then, 0506. You could call that stuff out. Yeah. Uh, uh, we call it uh, Dave Chappelle's co-writer, uh, uh, Neil Brennan. He was talking about R. Kelly wanted to beat Dave's ass. Oh yeah. Yeah, way way back when, because you know he because Dave did a did a, the skit about R. Kelly yeah. where like it was like they, they did the song Ignition, but it was just like I'm gonna go poop poop. I'm gonna go oh, pee right. pee. <laughs> I want to turn your face into a toilet seat. I want to piss on it. <laughs> but me and Jai used to like. Oh, hello, sister Joanna. <laughs> oh, it's just ridiculous. It was just, yeah. Yeah. And then again, Neil Brand, I guess, because it's uh, now that the, the subject is germane right now. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, because now R. Kelly's finally being but, taken to task for all this terrible shit that he did. Yeah. That no one did nothing about back then. They're just like, oh, look, he peed on young women. Never went to trial. What was it? Riley, like, yo. You don't want R. Kelly to pee on you, just move out of the way. <laughs> yeah, that was that episode. Just move out of the way. Move out of the way. <laughs> and I go, oh, I, I think Rosa is also very uh, annoyed slash terrified. Go hold on to Ruckus. No relation. <laughs> you know, it's so bad, but he was like my favorite character. <laughs> like, <it was> just like <laughs> For good and bad reasons. He was he, the most ridiculous character on that show. <laughs> like, he spent the whole MLK episode trying to throw a brick at MLK, but because he only has one good eye, he just kept hitting everyone else. Hitting freaking light poles and other cars. (laughs) I'm going to get you with this brick. You ain't no king of mine. Because he he did it back in the day. Back in the day, you saw young Uncle Ruckus trying to shove. Like, you know, MLK is doing his famous speech in front of the freaking Lincoln Memorial. And then, ah! That's right. I totally forgot about that. You forgot about Uncle Ruckus and his brick throwing? So that's why I watch it every year, just because. <laughs> I remember one time me and Joanna were at, at this bank, and uh, and there was there was a security guard that looked exactly like Uncle Ruckus, <laughs> no, even with the one closed eye, the one big eye. Oh no! And I was like, Oh my god! I, we tried to get a picture with this guy, but it was just like we couldn't think of any non awkward way of doing it. There is no easy way to get that photo. If someone looks like, just like well, I tell you, I, I I found the guy who looked like our mutual friend Ricky. And I was like, I have to get a photo of this guy. How am I gonna do it? How can I awkwardly do this? So, like silent click. There there is no easy way to get a photo of someone when when you really need one. Yeah, but I just remember that I was like, oh man, he looked exactly like Uncle Ruckus. Like. That's amazing. Oh my god. Like, ah. well, I think- You're gonna have to move along, <laughs> little mulatto boy. But I remember the, the most disturbing Uncle Ruggins moment. Remember when he died? Or he had a heart attack or something, he went to heaven uh-huh. and he turned white. <laughs> it was like a blonde, white Uncle Ruggins. Oh god, I forgot about that. It was so creepy. Like- 
Look at me. I'm, I find the correct color that I'm supposed to be. I don't have my condition. <laughs> he had a... What, Vitiligo, right? There's a vitiligo right there. Trying to, yeah. trying to give us the vitiligo, but it's the opposite. The opposite of, of Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh man, that that show was just so. Um... Right, I think one of my, my favorite low key things is that like was it a Charlie Murphy played like a white guy and, and his best friend Jackson. Sam Jackson. <laughs> Another white guy. The other white guy. His friend from freaking Desert Storm. Yeah. And, and fuck, I got so fucked up by that episode because they're they're trying because poor uh, poor Uncle Tom, Tom Dubois. I, it's, it's such a if you've never seen the Boondocks, you got to go find it. It's such it's so intelligent and yeah. like it seems really dumb, but it's incredibly intelligent. Yeah, damn Uncle Tom. You know Tom Dubois was like, oh, he fit the description of an average black guy, so they thought he had killed, yeah. killed a bunch of people or something. Yeah. Like, he's afraid to go to jail. You want to go to jail? You didn't want to go to jail because he's afraid he's gonna get hey, you drop the soap. <laughs> if you go to jail, if you break the law, you're gonna get anally raped. Freaking Cedric Yarborough doing that voice. Yeah. Oh my god, I was dead. I, I was rewatching that episode. <laughs> and you got Sam Jackson and Charlie Murphy robbing the convenience store, like, you got a gun! You got a gun, motherfucker! <laughs> and Rose is like, is he just doing all his bits from Pulp Fiction? I'm like, yes. <laughs> what? He did the what yeah. with Riley. <laughs> And he, they held up the and he held up the freaking liquor store, yeah. basically doing the same. Well, I remember a part of me I was like, did they just take his lines from Pulp Fiction? As do oh, no, no, he was still. No, he was still he there. showed up. He yeah. he showed up in his Kangol and collected his check. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be anally raped. Yeah, he kept saying that too. <laughs> he, he 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 was scared. He, he, he was like, scared. He, a very young age. Movie, right? He watched, yeah. he watched the prison movie. Right? Yeah, he right? watched a prison movie as a very young man, yeah. and he you know he was never going to break the law. Yeah. He became a DA. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he ironically would be sending a lot of young black. That men. That was the whole thing, right? Yeah. That was the irony. He was sending a lot of young black men to get anally raped. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to go to prison. I'm anally raped. <laughs> God, this is the episode, the butt stuff episode. Oh. <laughs> So, oh man, oh freaking Boondocks, <laughs> and a date with the Booty Warrior. <laughs> yeah, he was having oh god that 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 that. Oh, I love that his wife like you had that dream again, didn't you? <laughs> because he was having the nightmare. It's like you dreamt that you got you were in prison again, didn't you, Tom? <laughs> I don't want to go. His white wife. He had a white wife, right? A white yeah, a white wife, and he had a little mulatto, little mulatto little girl. <laughs> Oh. Little, little Jasmine. Mm-hmm. So, as far as nerd stuff, so yeah, that was MLK. MLK yeah. Day as a requirement. That we talk about the Boondocks every yeah. MLK Day. <laughs> so, Dragon oh, for for the nerds out there. Oh, the final scene. Oh, oh, Oprah, oh, final scene of the MLK episode was great. Says Rose Mona. Oprah twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. I think Kamala Harris has taken that spot, <laughs> possibly. Mm-hmm. So, as far as the nerds out there, so. Dragon Ball, Super, mm-hmm. Broly. I had not gone to see it, but Pete Molini, you have gone to see yeah. it. Tell me, how incredibly ridiculous was it? <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. It's, it's, it's crazy over the top. Uh, me and Joanna went last night, and um, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it, you know what? It, 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 how do I put this? <laughs> it's everything, you, you, you've seen old Dragon Ball movies. 
it it follows that formula. Like that formula of like this is not in continuity, but it no, is. Oh, no, this one's in continuity. This one's in continuity. It's in continuity, and uh, but it's it's very like we get our monster. Then come to Earth. Gogo has you know. Okay, guys, I got this. Vegeta fights it, and then God damn it! And then Gogo has to come in and save the day. Like all I was missing was the spirit bomb. Like that's all I was missing. <laughs> really. <laughs> So instead of spare bomb, do they have to ultra instinct now to replace? No, spare bomb? They, didn't, they didn't do that. They didn't go at all. What? Yeah. It's really cool. Like, it, like the animation was weird. It was like um, you're not used to the shifting different animations from the show. Or yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it, 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 the animation style changes every arc. <laughs> it was shifting between the movies, and it was like some scenes were like really artistically look. You know, like it was all like they went you know they went creative on it with certain scenes to kind of show like how powerful they really are mm-hmm. and. Uh, but it was just it was a weird animation style. And then, and like it looked like Dragon Ball, but not. You know what I mean? Like you know, <laughs> it did, but it didn't. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and, and I could see this being like, I, I'm sure they're gonna do the same thing they did with the other movies. Like this is gonna be the next seat, the next arc, and mm-hmm. when the show comes back, mm-hmm. um, and it's gonna be interesting. And they're, they're, I'm sure on the show they stretch it out. Where yeah. Like, because obviously the first two arcs of Dragon Ball Super, when the show returned, yeah. were basically those two movies. Those two uh, movies, yeah. The freaking uh, Battle of the Gods and, and then uh, Resurrection. Resurrection. Yeah. But like it, it, yeah, it's really cool. Like all your favorite, uh, well, none of the big super characters are in there, like uh, Whis and Bro and Beerus mm. and, and Frieza and all them. Um, it's really funny too. Like there's a lot of like like really funny stuff going on there. I'm telling you, they they have clearly been influenced by Team yeah. Four Star. <laughs> Team Four Star has like ir- ir- irrevocab- irrevocably changed Dragon yeah. Ball. <laughs> and it's, it's, yeah, it's really cool. I, I don't know what else to say without spoiling a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of right because we we finally got a fusion. We finally got the fusion that everybody wanted. Yeah, they do the dance. And <laughs> they, they do the dance instead yeah. of instead of the instead of the putting on the earrings and fusing. They they, they finally did. Yeah, <laughs> they did the dance. <laughs> fusion ha. And, <laughs> I kind of want to. I, I kind of want to watch the movie in Japanese with subtitles. That's, that's what Dora was saying. Like she, she. I, I don't. Know. I don't know about the the U.S. voices sometimes. Like Sean Schmiel and uh, Chris Sabat. Sometimes yeah. it can be kind of. I, I like them sometimes, but yeah, like it was cool. Like it's like um, I don't know. I, I'm I, I, I originally have watched Dragon Ball in English, mm-hmm. so like it's like I was used. I'm just used to that. Awesome. <laughs> I've primarily watched it in freaking Japanese. Yeah. Uh, Key at Fam on, on Facebook Live says that oh, you get the fusions that you don't want to. Oh boy, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then Jai Porter says Frieza is hilarious. I would expect no less. Oh yeah, the Frieza has uh, uh, the most. The Frieza right? is a sarcastic bitch. Yeah. He, uh, the he's you, a catty bitch for for being a white. <laughs> <laughs> that is a catty bitch, yeah. Frieza. And you know what? The other thing too is that uh, they because they had the the uh, the Bardock movies back mm-hmm. in the day, which is uh, Goku's dad, right? Um, and those like. I was saying Dragon on the, on the way back that in those movies he was kind of an asshole. He was kind of just like he didn't give a fuck. I'm gonna be honest, my only interaction with those movies are the Team Four Star versions. Oh, right. of them. I've never watched those movies. <laughs> and, and the thing is, like they they took a little time to, to do a little retconning. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, really? They kind of changed Bardock's character, and then on top of that, like did he make did they make him dumb like Goku? No, they made him. He, I could have said they made him Jor-El. Like he was just. <laughs> He was just like, oh, I don't have, I have a bad feeling about Frieza coming here and, and telling all the Saiyans to come to the planet. Let's put Goku in a ship and fucking send his ass out of here. Like, <laughs> what a retcon. Yeah, it was total, like, they made him very hard. They told him, oh, man. 
No, he was supposed to come to Earth and destroy the Earth. Yes. He hit his dumb head and he became incredibly <laughs> stupid. Yeah, I've read that people complain about that because they literally show uh, Bardock put him in a ship and, he's, and he puts him in Saiyan armor. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, wait, what, what happened to Saiyan armor? Like, this is when his grandfather found him. He was this little, little baby. Mm-hmm. Like, so, <laughs> they're retconning all that stuff. A lot of retconning going on. They straight up ripped off Superman's origin story, says, uh, says Jai Polidor. Yeah, they, they, and then Kia Fam confirms that they Superman Goku. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> and then uh, the other thing I thought was really interesting was that he Jorel Bardock. <laughs> um, fucking Vegeta's really old because <laughs> the story takes place like 50 years before her, and Vegeta's already like a little kid. Huh. So I didn't realize Vegeta was that old. <laughs> you know what? It, they don't age, right? But I'm just going to say, this makes fucking Vegeta even more impressive than the fact that you keep up with someone fucking so much younger than him. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you, Goku. <laughs> Vegeta's the one. Oh God, I saw, I totally saw a meme of uh, a, was it? What did I see? Where Goku marries, uh, he married Chi Chi, right? Yeah. And Chi Chi's father is the Ox King. Yeah. That makes Goku a prince. And then you just see a picture of Vegeta. <laughs> the fuck? That's pretty funny. <laughs> like, I had the Prince of All Saiyans. <laughs> Technically, Goku is a prince. The ox a prince? Yeah, kind of. Uh, whatever the ox king rules. Yeah. He rules oxes. oxes. He's the prince of oxes. <laughs> yeah, and then there's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, oh, I feel like, I mean, I mean a black don't, oh, see, Jai Potter says black don't crack, but <laughs> neither do Saiyans. Neither do Saiyajin. And Vegeta doesn't use his evolve form. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of cool things, though. Like, just, uh... And you know what? I, I, I feel like they really... Made Broly more interesting. He's not just the fucking Hulk, Super oh. Saiyan Hulk. Like, right? I, mean, I, I think someone someone on Facebook Live had said like it wasn't just oh because Goku crying. It was yeah. like basically no, they, they got rid of that. They got rid of like that. oh he's crying. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> they they really fleshed him out more. Like it's like they, they gave him kind of a backstory and they explained oh. you know. But there's some moments, yeah. He does Hulk out. He does get all. Uh, he's, he's Broly. I'm know? the legendary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a legendary Pokemon, bro. <laughs> yeah, what was it? Because again, like I said, most of these movies, like my my honest, my only interactions in, regarding Broly were the oh, I think it was Super on Super Nintendo. I think it was Dragon Ball Z three yeah. on the Super on the Super Famicom. If, if I'm going to be, yeah. <laughs> and I was, and I remember asking my friend Taro, like, who the fuck is this? Uh, he's just some really big scene. Like he's just a, a, a staying on steroids. Yeah. He's like steroid Goku. Oh, look how big I am! And I was very annoyed with him. Yeah. And then my only other interaction is just, "What's your power level?" Yeah. <laughs> the, the Team Four Star yeah. version of Broly, which Broly. I enjoyed immensely because I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> What's your power level? I have a pretty big high power level. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, they really fleshed them out. This is a way better Broly because. Well, uh, Kira Toriyama worked on on this story. So. Oh, so he did not work on the on no. the original Broly. Though. Apparently, the original Broly was just a random drawing he did, mm-hmm. and then they made a movie out of it. <laughs> like, oh my God damn it! <laughs> For fuck's sakes! Drawing on Ball Z two Super Butoden. That wasn't. Um, Broly was in the second one. I thought Broly was the third Dragon Ball no. Super. Uh, my memory is going. Yeah, I, I I was discussing that with Rosa over the weekend. I'm like, I realize I'm getting as I'm getting older, I'm just losing shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit is just going away. Yeah. It's getting overwritten <laughs> in my poor poor brain. 
But yeah, it's it's, it's fun. It's, it's it's a fun movie. It's a fun movie, and it did really well. I see, it was like, oh really? Yeah, it's, it's something like I, have, I haven't seen. It's like fifth or sixth in the box office. This, this really? Movie? Yeah, a Dragon Ball. Movie. Yeah. Huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Hey man, nerds taking over. No. Nerds are taking no. over. Uh, another nerd movie that came out this past week, which you got to, well, you went out and, and saw, I, I still haven't gone to see because I, I, I'm, I'm still moving. <laughs> I don't have, I don't have a lot of free time. Yeah. Oh, oh, damn, I keep doing a clicking thing. That was annoying. Yeah. The, the microphone was picking up me, clicking my, my nervous clicking <laughs> over here. Glass. Yeah. Mr. Sam Jackson is everywhere. We just keep Sam talking. Sam Jackson is everywhere. Sam Jackson is constantly. <laughs> In everything, yeah. involved in everything. So Glass mm-hmm. came out. This is the if you didn't know, uh, you know, like this is the the, the trilogy yeah. where that where was it was dumb. Unbreakable, and then people didn't know until you got to the end of uh, Split. Split, which yeah. I still haven't watched. I, yeah. I, I probably should watch, which I, I hear that Split was good. That's pretty good. Yeah, and yeah. then now we have Glass. Yeah, I always say it like that because of Hans Gruber. <laughs> Glass, Carl. <laughs> Glass, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was cool. It was um, it was more of a sequel to Unbreakable than I realized. Like like I thought because Split was still fresh and a lot of people remember. Right, that. yeah, that oh. was just a few a few couple years yeah. ago, right? So I thought they were really gonna like you know play on that, but mm-hmm. no, it was a lot of like Unbreakable. Like mm-hmm. they, they they we got to see what happened to those characters. You know, nineteen years later, like that's crazy. <laughs> oh really? There, there, there's nineteen years between. Yeah, in real time and in the movie. Oh, in the movie. So uh, that's what I meant. In the yeah. in the movie time, nineteen years had passed. Yeah, is that why? Uh, what's his face? <laughs> Bruce Willis's character's in the <laughs> hospital, and then Sam Jackson. Dude, and it's funny because I was reading somewhere that apparently the actress playing his mom, uh, playing Sam Jackson's mom in Unbreakable, uh-huh. they weren't that much older mm-hmm. different because she plays mom in flashbacks too mm-hmm. and so this one that's the only thing that bothered me was that they put like real crazy old lady makeup on her and because Sam's pretty old Sam's pretty old Sam, <laughs> uh, to quote Jai Potter who said earlier black don't crack because he's like isn't he like close to 70 I think so yeah he, he's no. not a young man no, he he looked old in this oh, one oh this like, one yeah, yeah they, they, he they looked, he's, not, he's not like young and flossing Nick Fury that you're going to see in Captain Marvel where yeah. he looks like he's like 35 yeah. that thanks to the power of technology no, but and he, black on crack black on crack <laughs> but it was pretty cool like it was, it was uh, they brought back a lot of the characters from, from uh, Breakable and mm-hmm. it really does feel like an overarching thing like is Haley Joel Osment in it? no <laughs> that would have been, been cool <laughs> but that was the thing to because he's always said, like, like M. Night Shyamalan's always talked about how, like, oh, it was always meant as a trilogy. Mm-hmm. And supposedly, even, like, a year after Unbreakable came out, he kept on saying, like, it's a trilogy. It's a trilogy. You don't know yet. It's a trilogy. And, um... You had to go fail a bunch. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then pull a rabbit out of the ass with a sport movie. <laughs> but it was just, like, it was, like, so weird, because, uh... Like, it was cool, but the... Part of me feels like, like, did he really plan this, or was it just kind of like, you know, like happy coincidence? Yeah. He, he he got freaking Bruce Willis to sit down one day, do that little tag at the yeah. end of Split, and but, then maybe we could take this further. Because if Split had flopped, then we wouldn't have seen this. Yeah, movie. probably not. Like you know, mm-hmm. but no. And the other thing I was reading online was that so Bloomhouse distributed this movie, mm-hmm. but M Night financed it himself. Oh, really? By um, Putting up his house and a bunch of other stuff. Really, glass yeah, or, or glass? Really, and uh, it, it 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 was a twenty million dollar budget, mm-hmm. and over the weekend made forty. So I guess he gets oh. to keep his house. <laughs> like in theory, well, in theory, yeah, in theory. Right? In theory. <laughs> However much they they spent to 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 
Because usually you get a, what was it, a, the, 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 the math equation I heard, when you take the budget yeah. and then you double it. <laughs> because that's how much you, you spend enough to, the, the budget of the movie, plus you got to spend pretty much that much to promote it if yeah. it's a big movie. Yeah. So it has to make, for them to make their money, they have to make twice of the mm-hmm. twice the budget, essentially, to yeah. kind of come out ahead. So, sounds good so far. <laughs> they made $40 million. Yeah. Uh, the Kia fam on Facebook Live says Mr. Glass looked older than his mom. <laughs> yeah, he did. He really did, dude. <laughs> the old lady make up her, and he still looked he older. He still looked older than her. Damn. And uh, what's it called? Uh, an traditional M Night fashion. It has a twist at the end. Of course it does. <laughs> of course it does. I mean, I don't know where they're going with it. Like if they're even going anywhere else with it. But it was. I was like, oh, okay. I guess <laughs> like. <laughs> But it it was cool. It was it was interesting. Yeah, because I, I think the last M Night movie I watched was that was the the visit. Because mm. that did he yeah. direct that? Yeah, he directed oh, that. Okay, he I guess, directed that. One. I think I, I honestly I remember I watching that by accident and realized wait that was an M Night movie. Yeah. Oh my! And then the twist at the end. Oh wait, yeah, <laughs> those aren't their grandparents. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> see that that movie I always talk about how like that movie the lesson is like don't be petty like you know because the mom would have. Solved this whole problem. She would have drove their asses to the grandparents' house, right? right. right. She just drove there. Oh wait, these aren't your grandparents. We need to leave. <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, man, wouldn't have had a fucking diaper, fucking oh. smashed in his face. That's the most disturbing part of that movie. Oh. <laughs> I would, I would have killed him. <laughs> I was like, well, didn't the kid kill him? Yeah, he did kill him, right? He fucking kept slamming his head uh, in the, the door or the refrigerator. The refrigerator, yeah. Refrigerator kept slamming his head so he killed him. Yeah. <laughs> Poor kid's got his germaphobe and <laughs> the germaphobe, and he just had an entire diaper of adult shit. <laughs> oh. The visit, you should watch it. You should watch it. Twists, <laughs> Catherine Hahn, the mom. Yeah, she's the mom, right? Oh, it's gonna be so bad that like the, the biggest disturbing scene isn't when they shove the girl in the the oven. Yeah, it's the diaper scene. Like <laughs> the diaper scene, that's much worse than the oven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the oven's bad. Yeah. But, ugh, ugh, diapers, ugh, yeah. ugh. Gross. But it was cool. So yeah. Glass still, yeah. you know, we still had a twist. Uh, M. Night can't help himself. <laughs> he really can't. Well, well, what's my line? Uh, I don't know. What my line is like, well, M. Night, he's the kind of guy who'll give you a birthday cake, and then all of a sudden you kind of bite into it. The birthday cake is made out of shit. <laughs> he's like, he can't help himself. <laughs> Surprise, with a twist. <laughs> but the one thing I thought was really funny was, because... Uh, He's always put himself in his movie. Yeah. Like he'll show up, right? He always has an so, adorable uh, little cameo, like, ah, and, Hitchcock did this, so it's cool. <laughs> in early movies, it was, like, sim- simple. Mm-hmm. Later movies, he started giving himself lines and shit. <laughs> the fucking village. He's the guy who's... Exp- yeah, he gets to be the guy that explains the twist to everyone. Right. Asshole. <laughs> but the thing I thought was really funny in this movie was, because he came out in Split. He was a security guard or something, mm-hmm. right? And in uh, in Unbreakable, mm-hmm. he was like a, a drug dealer or something, right? He was like, uh, it was a football stadium that Bruce Willis worked at. He right. Was, he was a drug dealer or mm-hmm. whatever, right? In this movie, he comes back as a security guard who was also a drug dealer when he was younger. <laughs> so he's both characters. <laughs> <sighs> and I was like, huh, I see what you did there. <laughs> fucking M. Night. He's too cute for his own fucking good. Yeah. But like, I'm so clever. Look how clever I am. Like, I'm not too. What a twist! <laughs> but it's it's cool. Like it's funny because uh, like Joanna didn't come with us for that one because mm-hmm. she did. 
She had no uh, interest in seeing Split. She, looked, she said it looked really creepy. It's, it's pretty like, If you watch those trailers, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I remember those trailers. I was like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know it was an M.I. movie. I was just like, wait, James McAvoy looks really fucking creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like I don't like multiple personality yeah. James McAvoy. I enjoyed him in Wanted. Yeah, I saw I he was in Atonement. Yeah, but uh, that one I was like, no, nope, no, nope. he's yeah, he's he's pretty he's pretty crazy in this movie, man. Oh, because he's still playing with the horde. Yeah, was it the horde? The horde. It's funny because was having the creepiest thing in those trailers is when you see him like crawling on the walls, like he's mm-hmm. like you know. He's scaling the walls or mm-hmm. I thought like, oh, he does that like a dozen times in this movie. <laughs> like he's constantly doing that shit. <laughs> he's the horde. <laughs> Man. So in, in, in other nerd news, apparently Alejandra Ocasio Cortez, mm. she's done it again. The, the 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 girl, she knows her memes. Yeah. <laughs> and she busted out like the oldest meme possible. Oh, like yeah. like one of the original there's this video game. I'm sure either Kiet Fam or or Jai Potter will, will be able to correct me or get me with the. I think it was Life Force. I'm I'm, I'm probably wrong. <laughs> it's this old base where it's like there was this there's this Nintendo game way back in the day where the translation was incredibly bad. No. Like the, the 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 Japanese to English was like whoa. <laughs> this is why localization teams were created. So like okay, we need to make sure everything comes back. I I, I bet it was literally because of this mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. And there was a line in the game where it became a meme like all your base belong to us. No. <laughs> And so Alejandra, she freaking busted this meme out. And of course, it confused white people everywhere. No, yeah. <laughs> They're like, they have no idea what she's talking about. Nerds ever were like, hey! Like, like, they're like, yeah. like, I get that reference. They're all, they're all Captain America. I get that reference. <laughs> and they're like, is she even old? Is she? She's too young to be using that meme. That meme is older than her. <laughs> so like, zero wing. Thank you. It's zero wing, not life force. Zero wing. This weird ass, old ass game. And yep, she busts out that meme, and then of course people are photoshopping her face into the game and all kinds of stuff, and then people are going like, to explain to old people, okay, it's a video game thing. She didn't lose the ability to write English. Yeah. <laughs> she's just like, she's, she's, she's clear, she knows the, 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 yeah. the, the, the block of voters that, that, voted that, that, her, yeah. that voted, well, that, no, not just voted for her, but that are potential voters that are probably not voting. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do we get people who don't vote yeah. to vote? Oh, nerds don't really vote. <laughs> Let's appeal to them using nerd things. Yeah, nerd things, yeah. <laughs> and so it's just been pure chaos for nerds all over the internet. Anything involving this young lady, the, the, the representative, for, she represents the Bronx. Mm. The Bronx put her in. <laughs> Good on you, Bronx. So the last thing I want to hit for the show, well... Jai Polidor, who who is watching live, uh, he tagged me in a post on Facebook. Mm-hmm. There, there was a game that came out, uh, oh gosh, I want to say 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. It was called Resident Evil 4. <laughs> and uh, it, it was a fun, there was a funny story with that game, especially with, with my buddy Jai. It's, like, it's a, one, of, one, of, one of my favorite games of all time. It's just an amazing game. And this article that he tagged me in... Yeah. The game in in the last fourteen years has been re released many times in many different versions. Yeah, and the sad part is I have bought most of them because <laughs> it, it came out originally on the Nintendo GameCube, mm-hmm. and then like seven or eight months later, oh actually no, correction, maybe about ten months later, it came out on the PlayStation Two. 
And then a few years later, they did a HD version that came out on the Xbox 360 and the PS3. And then later on, it came, they came out with a version for the Nintendo Wii. <laughs> and then after that, they created a cell phone version. It was like an Android and iOS yeah. version that came out for the, for, for the phones that you could play the game with touchscreen. And then after that... <laughs> Uh, not that long ago, maybe about when I when I worked for GameStop in twenty, yeah. uh, that was like sixteen, in twenty sixteen when I worked for GameStop, they came out. It came out again <laughs> for the PS4 and the Xbox One. Yeah, and then I learned it's coming out later this year for the Nintendo Switch. And then my takeaway from this fucking article, like this this, this um the person who wrote this article, why do we keep rebuying games that we've played before? Yeah. Like me, I'm like, well, that's one of the greatest games of all time. So <laughs> fuck yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, Kia Fam confirms, the Switch will be the 10th release. Wow. And I, I've bought like seven. <laughs> if, I, if I stop and think about it, yeah, I've bought it six or seven times already. <laughs> and my takeaway from the article, like, fuck, it's come out for the Switch! Whereas it's like this inevitability, like, fuck, I'm going to buy it again. Because <laughs> before I loved GameStop, I bought it for the PS4. Because, hey, why not? Why? I love this game. <laughs> why not? And, and, a, and a tale that I told, well, I was telling Rosa a tale about this game mm. uh, the other night. Like, I have a very funny history with this game. Because I'm the, 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 the previous Resident Evils, 1, 2, and 3, and whatever, fucking 0, and blah, 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 and yeah, Code Veronica, whatever. I had I wanted nothing to do with those mm. games. Because uh, way back in the day, there used to be a video game store across the street from Comic Galaxy. Mm. It was Game X, but before that it was known as Game Stuff. Mm-hmm. And I worked there, and I would hang out there as well. There, there was time I was working both Comic Galaxy and Game Stuff. Yeah. And one of the guys who worked there, he would play Resident Evil. On the original PlayStation, he was played all day long. I'd be playing something else because usually they had me around just to play, play. I would just sit there and play games all day. Mm-hmm. They'd give me bad games, and I would just play them just because there'd, there'd be something going on on the monitors yeah. at all times. And man, I'd be sitting there playing whatever, playing Mega Man Soccer or <laughs> Arrow the Acrobat. I I went through a lot of weird games back then, <laughs> and he's playing Resident Evil over and over. I got so over it I got tired of watching like out of the corner of my eye or like everyone just kind of like oh Resident Evil Resident Evil or, or the original name was Biohazard yeah. much fucking cooler name if you ask me <laughs> if they'd just been called Biohazard the whole way in America that'd be pretty cool but yeah. like, Resident Evil <laughs> so I was not a Resident Evil fan back yeah. in the day like oh everyone made a big deal oh Resident Evil 1 oh Resident Evil 2 everyone just shooting their nut everywhere oh god it's an amazing game <laughs> and so go forward alright Resident Evil 4 is coming out and at that point, I'm, I'm store manager at the GameStop in Rosemead. And I wanted nothing to do with it. Everyone's making a big deal. It's only coming out for the GameCube. Oh, so it's going to be amazing. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, oh, it's Resident Evil. Give, give me Metro Prime 2, whatever. Or actually, no, I didn't like Metro Prime either. <laughs> uh, give me whatever whatever other games I want. But I, I I want nothing to do with Resident Evil 4. Yeah. The, the E3 that year, I remember the Nintendo made a big deal. They had a huge section in their booth just dedicated to this. And I was like, ah. Who cares? I didn't even look at it. I didn't even watch it. I was just like, don't care. You guys do what you do. Yeah. But I'm not telling you not play Resident Evil, but that's not for me. <laughs> and uh, day it comes out. I mean, I'm not even working at my store. Day it comes out. Jai, I'm at Jai working. Whoever the other assistant was, I forget at that point if it was still Matt or if it was uh, another assistant. I had Denise, but they were working. I wasn't. 
My, I go, and then at that point, that old game stuff was Game X. Yeah. And I go there and hang out, and they're playing it. And I'm like, God damn it, you guys too. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So I, I pull up a chair, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm watching them play Resident Evil 4. And my biggest problem with the old Resident Evil games was it was uh, it, it, uh, the genre that it created was called survival horror. Mm. So and there was a big emphasis on the survival part. Yeah. Like, oh, you'd get barely enough bullets just to get through. Like you wouldn't be able to kill all the zombies. You'd have like, okay, I can kill that one, and then that one, and then run, hide. Mm. And you're conserving your ammo so when you'd eventually have to fight something like a boss that you'd have to kill. And oh, you use up everything there. And oh no, what do I do? Oh, you have your knife, and then you just die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are dead. Uh. So that was always one of my biggest problems with the game. Was just like, oh, it doesn't sound very fun. It just sounds like a, a good evening spoiled. Yeah. And so I'm watching them play this Resident Evil 4, and like, oh, this this is a different, uh, the head of development, it was a different head of development. They fundamentally changed the game. It was very, it was, they emphasized the horror, but a lot more action. It was action horror instead of survival. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching, and he's kicking the heads off the, off his, like, you stun one of the zombies and says, press A to kick, and then you see him do this awesome freaking spinning kick. <laughs> bah! Pops the head off the zombie, like, what was that? <laughs> and I'm like, go on, tell me more, <laughs> show me more, and it's like there's ammo everywhere. You just see ammo boxes everywhere. I'm like, what? <laughs> Got a shotgun. Dun 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 dun. I'm like, this is kind of cool. You want to try it? I'm like, I don't know if I should. All right, and like, and all, and then before it was like that. All the camera angles were very forced. Yeah. It was like that because of the limited technology mm-hmm. of the you know of the PlayStation 1. Now they're moved on to GameCube and PS2 the following generation. Oh, before, like, the cameras were all very forced. And it was very forced angles that put you in a very uncomfortable situation. Now the whole time, the camera's over your shoulder. No tank control. It was still slightly tanky, but not as tanky as the older ones. But now the camera's over your shoulder at all times, so you'd always, whatever you were looking at, you'd, like, you'd have more control over what you could see. Yeah. And it was a lot more intuitive. And then like I got in, like, oh, this is amazing. Oh, cool. And so I'm like, and then I'm like oh, you should get a copy. I'm like, I'm not going to get it here. I'm a store manager at GameStop. I'm going to go get it for a discount. So, of course, I've been shitting on this game for the previous <laughs> six six months. And so, here I go walking into my GameStop. Yeah. Jai is working. <laughs> and I'm like, and I walk up. He's like, he's like, Dre, what the hell are you doing here? I, I came to buy a game. What game are you here for? Uh, I'd like a copy of Resident Evil 4. <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry, sir. I could not hear you. What was that that you want? And I'm like, I said I'd like a copy of Resident Evil 4, please. <laughs> whoa, 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 Mr. Tracer Fox says, whoa, do you mean to tell me, Jai Polidor, that you, the person who has taken healthy dumps all over this game, who said, oh, I'm never going to play this game, is suddenly wants to buy it. I'm like, yeah, shut up, summon the game. Oh, I don't know. I feel like I shouldn't sell you this game. I don't think I can. Shut up and give me the goddamn game. <laughs> He made me earn it. No, oh. I, I, I had to take a requisite amount of embarrassing uh, banter from from my assistant manager slash best friend Jai Polidor before I was able to purchase the game. Yeah. You bastard! But I, I I deserved it. I'm gonna be. I did deserve it, but it was just like, give me my goddamn game. Oh, I'm sorry. We don't have any limited editions. I don't want a limited edition. I just want the goddamn disc. <laughs> and he did eventually. He was like, well, I think I should sell you one because I like to. I like to have a paycheck. I'm like, yeah. You probably would like that paycheck. Some of my goddamn game <laughs> for a fire ass. <laughs> and I take it home and I played it almost every day for six months from oh, wow. January 05 till about roughly June or July of 05. 
I played that fucking game. I beat that game inside out. I beat the brakes off of it. I went all the way through. I beat it with only the fucking handgun. <laughs> There's a mode called professional mode where it's like everything's hard to kill. I beat that mode too. I unlocked the freaking... There was a... It was, it was a machine gun called the Chicago Typewriter. It just never ran out of ammo. It was like nice. an old school. Like, ah, hot boy. Hey, man. Hey, see? <laughs> you can just murder everything. you Because like, if you beat the game a certain way, oh, cool. You get the Chicago Typewriter. Fuck yeah. Give it to me. <laughs> murder everything. Just walk. <laughs> Bosses that used to take 15, 20 minutes to break down. I'm like, <laughs> And after that, oh, you've unlocked the infinite rocket launcher. Why, yes. Thank you. <laughs> I do enjoy this. Come on! <laughs> You just play through the game again, and you just, hey, there's like five zombies out of there. I don't care! <laughs> He's like, you get to like go, because all the hard work you put into this game, oh, now you get to go through and just enjoy it and just murder everything. <laughs> and then I also had this awesome, this fun little game mode called the Mercenaries, mm-hmm. which I guess they had done in the previous Resident Evil, but I'd never seen, where it's just, they put you in a kind of like closed off area, and they get like, oh, three minutes, kill as many zombies as you can. Doom, doom, boom, 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 boom. Like, what the hell? This is insane! I played that mode for like, like, because I, I played that mode for two months straight because I was trying to unlock it. It was like the, this, this, oh, this hand cannon where like one shot from this, one shot from this gun would kill anything in the game. Oh, shit. Boss. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Boom. <laughs> boom. And like, you had to score like a million points on oh. Combine all the game. Oh, you had, to, you had to get five stars. You had to get the best rating on all the levels, and I'm just there furiously trying to do it. I'm like, I need to get this best score, and I get the and I get the hand count. I'm like, all right, time to go play the game again. Ah! <laughs> just the unmitigated joy of just like, yeah, just everything that was like so difficult, everything was a struggle to get there. Now it's just like, I don't care. <laughs> this is fun. I'm like, this is why I love video games. <laughs> And that game, and now, well, though it's funny, the only one I've ever completed was that original one. All those other times I rebought it, I never finished this. <laughs> it was crazy. The Wii one was really weird because you used the remote to, to aim. Yeah. Like, you would, it, and some people, oh, it makes it easier. I'm like, no, give me my controller back. Yeah. <laughs> my thumb does a much better job than my arm. <laughs> You're getting tired. You're tired? Yeah. yeah. That was always my big problem with the Wii. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, even though I work for Nintendo, Take a drink. Uh, I'd, I'd be out there promoting all these Wii games, and then like, oh, do you play them? I'm like, oh, hell no, I get tired. <laughs> uh, I tried to play Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Fuck, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, thanks. Pass. I didn't get very far in Twilight Princess because I had to move my arm around like a crazy person. I was like, nah. No. No, thank you. Well, it happened. It's like it, it, it sounds cool. Yeah, it sounds cool. If they ever, I don't know if they ever released a Star Wars. I think there was a lightsaber battle game they eventually released after way after people because that's ever what everyone wanted. Yeah. when the Wii first came out. Oh, give me my lightsaber game. Yeah, there was. I remember there was like this thing. It wasn't an official Nintendo license thing. Mm-hmm. This thing you could hook up to the Wii remote. It looked like a lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because there was there was a game that came out like uh, the Star Wars: The Clone Wars lightsaber duels or oh. whatever. Or there was one game called No More Heroes. Mm. Or like the guy used a thing that looked exactly like a lightsaber. Right. <laughs> and he was a big nerd. He had a yeah. room covered in like anime and porn. Wow. And then the way he recharged it, the way he had to recharge the thing. Oh, man. Yes, that was intentional. <laughs> For those of you who could not see that in, in, in audio land, you would literally have to jerk the, jerk the lightsaber off to charge it back up. <laughs> so you had to literally jerk off yeah. your Wii remote. 
to recharge the, 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 the saber. But to be fair, I think a lot of like uh, teenagers were already doing that. Jerking <laughs> off? The, oh, well, the, the Wii remotes. The, 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 well, yeah. You know, it's funny. That like, would be fair. Yeah, right. That would be probably true. <laughs> but yes, uh, Jai tagged me in that article. I read that article and I'm like, yep. And then I just, it's coming out on the fucking Wii. On the Switch. Fuck. That way means I get a portable version of this game. <laughs> better than the stupid... Yeah, I, remember, I, I, I think I paid like a... They had a sale uh, when I, I got. I did get the iOS one and mm-hmm. like a dollar. I was like, "Hell yeah, for a dollar! Hell yeah, I'll buy Resident Evil Four on my phone." Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this. Touch screen? No, no, no. And where I tried to play the PS2 one, I got so used to the game because of the, that weird ass game controller. Because mm-hmm. like on, on on most video games, like all the buttons are the same size. Like you have to look down. Like on the GameCube, every button felt different. There was like, mm-hmm. a giant A button and a tiny B button, and then the X and the Y were weird on the sides. And it's like, it's yeah. a very weird controller, but people to this day still love it because they, they, they prefer to play a lot of games on that weird-ass yeah. gaming controller. And I'm, you can count me among, I, I would prefer to play Resident Evil on my weird-ass GameCube <laughs> controller. And if that Switch version allows me to use my GameCube controller, because I do have the adapter yeah. for Smash Brothers, so... I don't know, but then having portable... Oh. Because on the 3DS, they had made like a portable version of that Mercenaries game. Where it was just that. The whole yeah. game was just that game mode. It was like mm-hmm. Resident Evil 3D, the Mercenaries. I bought the game. I played the fuck out of it. <laughs> I put a lot of time in that. I was like, that was fun just like, because it'd be like, oh, three minutes. Like, you could extend the time. Like, if you found like a, a clock, you could break the clock. Oh, add 30 more seconds. More killing. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> I love that game. I love, I lo- yeah. So you're, you're buying a Switch version, which you're saying. It depends. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll see where my finances are. <laughs> we'll see where my finances are. There's that Kingdom Hearts game coming out in a few weeks, and I'm like, fuck. I haven't even been playing any of the games I have. I don't know if I can play. I haven't even been playing my Red Dead game. I want. I wanted to play that game. Everyone else has already finished it. Everyone's like, oh, wow, the game's so fucked up. I'm like... I'll find out one of these days <laughs> when, when, I, when, I, when I make some time. Eventually. I'll eventually find out. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. But, man, I miss old, you know, that's the thing. I miss old video games because you don't have to hook up the internet. You don't have yeah. shit. I hooked up my, my Xbox at Rose's place last night. So, I, 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 we're going to play some rock band. Mm-hmm. And, fuck, I had to hook it up to my hotspot. So oh, I could, was it good to solve these? Get on my song. Get on my song because... Um, it's weird. Something with the with the thing is you have to be online to have access to all your songs. Yeah. Like I don't have to download them. They're all there on the hard drive. But to get permission to use them, you, gotta you be have to be that. online. Yeah. That way you don't illegally download the songs or some other bullshit like that. I was so pissed. It's like, probably if they lose the license to it or something. They can just kill it. Yeah. They can kill the song. They're yeah. like, nope, you can't play that song anymore. We don't have the license anymore. Yeah. More than likely that's yeah. what it is. <laughs> So annoying. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, was, I was so annoyed. I'm like, fucking modern gaming. I'm still I'll constantly get annoyed with modern gaming. I'm like, I gotta be online for this shit. No. That's why I like my old ass Super Nintendo. <laughs> no. No fucking loading, no fucking bullshit. No. I miss that old shit. If you don't want to miss us, you make sure you follow us on Twitter at DreGP Podcast. You can follow Pete Malini at Nostalgic Comics? I always want to say books. Which is one of them books? Uh, no. No, it's always comics. It's always right. comics, yeah. Because the store is nostalgic books and comics. Yeah. No. Uh, remember, uh, like the videos, share the videos. Um, if you happen to listen to this on iTunes, please like, 
review. Uh, review our podcast on iTunes. Review our podcast on SoundCloud. Review us on Stitcher. That helps the algorithm. This helps get the uh, program into more eyes. I, I hate to do this shilling kind of thing. I, at my warehouse job, all I do is listen to podcasts all day, mm-hmm. so I hear all this shilling. There's one podcast I listen to. This dude, he does it literally every eight minutes, and it fucking murders <laughs> me. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm not going to pay you for your VIP nonsense, <coughs> yada, yada, yada. If you want to listen to the show ad-free, then uh, join, go VIP and yeah. join blah, 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 blah for nine ninety nine a month. I'm like, I just want some wrestling news. I will sit through your freaking hedge fund ads yeah. and freaking... Firehouse subs and like all these ads I had to sit there. I was like, I was just like getting my phone out and be like, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> I'm like, it's like, I'm it's like DVR, yeah. <laughs> but for podcasting, I'm like, nope, 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 nope. There we go. <laughs> They're back to talking about wrestling news. That's all I wanted. It's, it's so funny. Like, all these other podcasts, yeah. do, they, they hit you with a few ad, a little bit of ad. Like, I guess maybe because they're more successful, you know, like Mark Marion, he hits you with like two ads. Yeah. And they're just reads. Like he, he just work. He works them into the show, yeah. a part of the dialogue, and he just moves on. Yeah. But like all these other smaller podcasts, I guess they really need the fucking money. I mean, it's true. I really would really. It would make my life easier for the podcast if I made money on the podcast. But I don't. That's not how I operate this show. Yeah. Like this, uh, this one wrestling podcast. It was like, oh, I just added to my rotation because uh, I. I'm burning through like five, six podcasts a day now. Yeah. <laughs> Before, I'd do like five, six podcasts a week listening. Now, I'm like, oh, damn, I'm like, oh my God, I'm burning through everything. I need, I need to add more podcasts <laughs> to my rotation. All my favorites, I've already listened to them all. Oh, I've tried to find new podcasts that I like. Yeah. And so far, it's been, a, it's been a rough go. I found one funny one. It was called Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. No. They make me laugh really oh, hard. There you go. It's, it's a stand-up comic and, and, it's, and it's stand-up comic girlfriend, and they're just... And their cat. Oh. Their cat frequently screams in the background. <laughs> the cat has his own t-shirt. <laughs> it's called Screaming Pete. <laughs> Usually randomly just hear their own background. <laughs> oh, there goes Peter again. Damn it! Get the laser pointer! <laughs> like that has been like, okay, that was like, subscribe. Yeah. They make me laugh so hard. <laughs> it's because of them. It's what I learned this What I learned this week. I, I, I was debating whether or not I was going to do this what I learned yeah. this week, but it's, it's my show. So, because of that show, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Marty and Sarah love wrestling. I learned that. Oh, boy. Oh, actually, no, it wasn't that show. I'm sorry. They, they, they have done some porn talk on their show, but it was on Douglas Movies that I learned that a dildo without balls, that you called it a dildo, but if a dildo has balls, that's a dong. That came up on Douglas Movies yeah. because the guests come on, they, they, mm-hmm. they, they do their game show stuff, so the guests have to bring prizes. Yeah. They, they bring prizes for the... For the studio audience, because they can win, and one of them, I guess, he has a sex podcast with it with his wife, and they brought a they brought a dong, <laughs> not a dildo, uh, no, no, a dong. Yeah. I learned that's what I learned this week. <laughs> um, that's the only thing I wrote down in my notes this week because I'm a jackass. <laughs> oh man! But we had plenty of content. We still brought everything to you. Mm-hmm. But uh, of course, remember, rate and review this amazing podcast where you learn things like this. Make sure Facebook share like. Do things that help the algorithm. Help me. Help yeah. you help me do more content. There's go. more content coming. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back here Wednesday night for sure for comic comic books. We'll talk on the Multiverse Comic Show. Pete will tell us all about all kinds of cool comic book news mm-hmm. that's coming up this Wednesday. And then we'll talk about whatever brand new comics come out Wednesday night because Wednesday night is new comic yeah, book day. New comic book day. And once I finish moving, I will bring back... Uh, the Dre's gaming stream. Well, the Dre's game stream will return 
once I finish moving and get all my shit all in one place <laughs> and all the shit I'm throwing into a storage unit, <laughs> it's going to be fun. <laughs> I'm having a blast. There you go. My car is full of cardboard that I took from the warehouse so I can pack up more shit. <laughs> I'm having a great time. Great time. There you go. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Rate, review, subscribe, whatever the things that those people say on other annoying podcasts. I don't want to be annoying. I just want you guys to have fun. Have yourselves a good evening. We'll see you on Wednesday night or here next week. You know, Wednesday night, 8.30 p.m. Next Monday, 8 p.m. I'm terrible at marketing. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. You put that on my resume. There you go. Have yourselves a good night. We'll see you next time. Good night. Bing. All right, audio people. We'll catch you guys next time. Enjoy yourselves.